Welcome to the Captivatingly Confident Podcast. My name is Kim Ludeman, and I am passionate about helping women just like you embrace your true self so you can show up confidently in your life. Join me as we talk about overcoming limiting beliefs, reshaping what health and wellness really look like, and take steps to becoming captivatingly confident. With all that said, let's go to the show. Hello, everybody. Welcome. I'm so excited that you are here. Thank you for spending part of your day with me. I love it. I want to kick us off by doing a couple of announcements. The first one is that my five-day end mindless munching challenge is kicking off on Monday, March 11th, and that's going to go through the 15th. And this is a free challenge that's open to any woman, and all you have to do is sign up for it. And each day you're going to get an email with Chaz a video and also a critical action step that is missing when it comes to being aware of and stopping mindless munching. So if you struggle with eating when you're not hungry, when you're bored, tired, lonely, frustrated, anxious, excited, happy, and you've kind of lost touch with your hunger and fullness hormones and you just kind of eat whatever and you don't really feel connected to your food, this challenge is for you, my friend. It is going to be amazing. I'm so excited to delve into what it looks like to really end that struggle, especially if you are a binger. This is something that I struggled with for years was binge eating, and it's that out-of-body experience where you're kind of watching yourself almost, I know that sounds a little little creepy, a little weird, but that's how it feels. You feel very disconnected from your body and from your emotions and your needs because you're just eating food as fast as you can, and you eat to the point where you just, you literally cannot eat anymore, and that behavior is so destructive and it's so, oh, it's so hard and it's hard to stop. And so really my heart for this challenge is just to give you what you need so that you can start to stop, so that you can take your power back from food and feel confident in the choices that you're making when it comes to eating and to recognizing your body's hunger and fullness hormones. So you can sign up for that over at captivatinglyconfident.com backslash challenge. And it's, again, it's going to be delivered through email. That's the only way to get it. You can also join the Captivatingly Confident community on Facebook. We're going to be talking a lot about the challenge in there as well. And that's a great place to get extra support for implementing these action steps. So I really hope you sign up for that. It's going to be amazing. Like seriously, I think about the potential of this challenge and I'm like, oh my gosh, there's so much potential. It's going to be great. So that is the first and really the only announcement for what's new over here. As always, if you like the podcast and you find yourself listening often, I would love it if you would take two minutes, it's 120 seconds, to head over to iTunes.com and to just do a quick rate and review of the show. Just a sentence or two about what you love about it, what you're learning and your experience, just because that helps me get bigger and bigger guests on the show. And that is my goal is to bring in as many experts and influencers who 
are confident and living out what we ascribe to do. And I want to get them on the show. But to do that, I've got to have the ratings and the reviews. It's kind of crazy. Trust me, I've been turned down by some people because the show isn't big enough and doesn't have enough reviews. So that is my goal is to continue growing the show and to really promote the Captivatingly Confident podcast. So if you will join me in that, I will be forever grateful. Okay, that's enough of that. So let's get chatting, shall we? Today, we are going to be talking about modeling health for your kiddos. And this also includes modeling a healthy body image for your children. Because I grew up with a mom that did not do this. My mom, I love so much and I miss her so, so much. I actually was in Costco today and I saw a woman who was probably in her 60s, which is about where my mom would be. And she looked just like her. And friends, I'll be honest with you, I just broke down right there in Costco with my four-year-old. He's like, mommy, are you crying? And I'm like, I am. He's like, are you sad? I was like, I am sad, buddy. And we have this incredible talk about (laughs) death and loved ones and boundaries and uh, sadness all in the middle of Costco. And, you know, it was a beautiful thing. And I feel really proud of myself, actually, if I'm going to be honest with you. I feel really proud. I feel like I handled it well and how I wish that I would have been talked to when I was his age. So uh, that kind of is what inspired today's topic as far as how we talk to our kids about food and about body image. And this is critical for, for little girls and little boys. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. It's, it's essential for both. Because how we view food in our body starts with how we are taught to view it in the home. So like I said, my mom didn't do this at all. She hid her body in baggy clothes, was always doing different diets, and always trying to lose weight. And she never really had anything nice to say about her body. But I remember clearly that there was nothing wrong with my mom's body. There was nothing wrong with it. I never looked at her and I never once thought, oh, my mom needs to lose some weight. My mom needs to get healthier. My mom needs to do X, Y, and Z. That was never in my mind. And that's not in our kids' minds either, unless we put it there by how we feel about our own bodies and how we talk about them. So I think that this is something that is really important. It's hard to talk about, right? Already you may be feeling a little bit anxious, maybe a little bit of like shame might be there. Because maybe you are aware of how you talk about your body and you feel bad and you want to stop, but you don't quite know how. Or you worry that it's too late and you've already wrecked your kids. That's where I come from. (laughs) Sometimes I worry that it's too late, but you know what? It's not. Thankfully, our kids don't remember every little thing, but they do remember the things that we were consistent on. And if you are consistently hating on your body, consistently bemoaning food, your kids are going to do the same. But what would it look like, right? We're going to flip the script. What would it look like if you were to have a body image that was accepting? If you were able to accept the body that you have and practice gratitude and appreciation for it. So instead of saying, oh man, I wish my arms didn't jiggle so much. 
What if instead you were to say, you know what? I am so glad that I have arms that can hold you, that can give hugs, that can comfort, that can carry groceries and laundry and do the dishes, clean the house, make sure that you're cared for, that can change diapers. What would that be like to switch the script? And I hear you already. I hear the objections in your head (laughs) because I have them myself. It's like, well, but can I really do that? Can I really be accepting of my body? Yeah, actually, you really can. You really can. And a lot of us were taught to take up less physical space and that we should want to lose weight because our moms were always on a diet. Our moms were always trying to lose weight. I don't know about your mom. Mine went to Weight Watchers meetings. Mine went to Weigh Down Workshop. My mom did all sorts of diets. Crazy low fat. I remember when they did Atkins. All in the name of trying to lose weight. So I grew up thinking that I should lose weight. That would be something that I should do because my parents did that. And taking up less space is better. You'll be more lovable and more attractive if you are smaller. Can you imagine sitting down and telling your kids that? Can you imagine? You're just like, sit down. We got to have a chat. Listen up. The way to be loved is to be small. No, you would never tell them that. You would never tell them that. But you do. Anytime you hate on your body in front of your kids, that's what you're telling them. That's what you're telling them. And friends, I know what this is like, okay? I've been there. I've done that. I have that t-shirt. But you don't know what you don't know. And sometimes it's easy to just be so ingratiated in this, this mindset of weight loss, this mindset of struggle. This mindset of like, okay, I gotta, I gotta be healthy. I gotta be on it. And it's not so much about that. It's about self-acceptance and appreciation. And can you imagine sitting down and having a different conversation with your kids? One where you were saying, you know what? Your body is amazing. Your body can do so many things. What do you think your body can do? Is your body fast? Is your body strong? Is your body agile? Teach them a new word, agility, depending on how old they are. Sorry, I always think of the kids in terms of four-year-olds. So obviously you're going to change your vocabulary depending on the age of your children. But it's not too late. Even if you have kids that are grown, even if you don't have kids, the kids that you're around, the people that you're around, we could even expand this out to adults. How we speak about ourselves impacts other people. It does. How we feel about our bodies impacts other people as well. Because you can feel the energy shift. When you're feeling self-conscious, you lower your energy. Your vibration is not as high as when you're confident. When you feel content in your skin, and you're like, this is what I'm working with. This is what I'm rocking. I have a body that functions. I have a body that I respect, a body that I accept. And I appreciate it. That is a different energy. Maybe you can feel it in your body. You can feel the difference in energy. But when you're in a room with other people, that happens too. People pick up on that. How you feel about your body impacts other people. It impacts your spouse, your partner, your kids, your friends, your family, everybody. 
And what would it be like if you were to flip the script and instead of trying to make yourself smaller, you actually took up a little bit more space? Hmm. You actually stepped into more of who you are. Friend, your weight is the least interesting thing about you. And nobody cares. They're impacted by it because of how you feel about it. But if you don't care, they don't care. They really don't. Nobody looks at you and goes, hmm, and like tries to guess your weight. Nobody's like, can I see what size you are on your tags? Can you just like, can you just move so I can look at your your size? Nobody does that. And if you have people in your life that do that, uh, boundaries, (laughs) stat, boundaries, gotta go. People don't care. Nobody cares but you. And if you're like, well, my doctor said I need to get healthy because X, Y, and Z, I want to talk to you. I want to talk to you because oftentimes there is very little efficacy in weight loss on a number of health conditions. It is not about changing the number on the scale as it is changing your lifestyle. So when a doctor says you need to lose weight to fix this medical problem, that is not the truth. I'm going to get so many emails about that statement. I don't care. Bring them on. It's not the truth. It's not about the numbers on a scale. It is about how you feel about your body, how you work with your stress, how you harmonize your life, how you think about time, how you think about health, how you sleep at night, the types of foods that you eat. These are the things that matter, not the number on the scale. But it's easy to switch that too. It's easy to say, okay, well, no problem. I'll just switch from being really concerned about weight to being really concerned about health. Is that healthy? Is it not healthy? I am here to tell you that there is no black and white. (laughs) There is no this or that. There isn't. There's a book called Eat This, Not That. It doesn't work that way. It is not that simple. Health is a complicated beast, my friend, and it is one that is best tackled when you're working with a professional, with someone who has a background in nutrition and understands how to help you figure out the foods that work for your body, that work for your body type, that work for your life, that work for your health goals, for your body goals. That is what's important. It is so hard to do on your own. And I guess this kind of wraps back around to the challenge that I'm doing because it is so hard to tackle these things by yourself because we get stuck in our head and we're so used to doing the same thing that when we try to make changes, it's uncomfortable. And so quickly we quit. We stop because it gets hard, because it's uncomfortable. It's not that it's impossible. It's not that it's hard to do. It's not hard to eat foods that are different, that maybe work for your body differently than what you have been eating. But it's how you feel about it that makes it difficult. And our, our brains have this retricular activating system. I'm just learning about this, and it's fascinating. But basically, this activating system keeps things the same. Homeostasis. It does not like disruption. It doesn't like imbalance. It doesn't like when you do something new, especially really fast, which is why I am not an advocate of huge like transformation types of diets, 
even a Whole30, I am not a fan of because it's too much too fast. When it comes to health, you have to go slow. And this is why I left the gym because all of the clients that I worked with in the gym wanted fast results. And I said, I need the next year, maybe two of your life. And we're going to work pretty much every day together. And they're like, whoa, no way. Because it's easy to play the short game and not the long game. But you've got to bring it back. You have to understand what it is that you even want from your body. What do you want it to look like? What do you want it to feel like? How do you want to feel in it? What do you want it to do for you? You got to ask yourself the same questions about health. What do you want it to look like? Not what it should be, but what do you actually want it to be? When you think, I want to get healthy, what does that mean? What do you want it to mean? Have you tried to do it before? What stopped you? And these are the questions that I ask my clients over and over again. Because you have to come back to the why and the what. What do you want and why do you want it? And if you don't start there, you're going to be continue to be stuck and frustrated. So, sorry, this conversation just kind of got random and wandered off from our original topic. But when it comes to modeling healthy body image and a healthy relationship with food, it starts with you. And if you're feeling like, Kim, I just, I just don't know where to start or I just feel stuck, then reach out. Send me an email and let's talk. This is what I'm, this is honestly what I am born to do. This is what I am passionate about is helping you find the freedom from living life the way that you think you should so that you can actually show up how you want to be and that you can uncover what it is that you want for your life, what you want for your family, and how you want to show up in your life every day, how you can authentically be you bravely and Even start to venture into being vulnerable and exploring who you are, not just what you do or how you look or how your body is, but it's so much more than that. Like I said, your weight and your physical body are the least interesting things about you. You're incredible. You're amazing. You have been uniquely created and designed, my friend. And that's not just about your body. Yes, your body is incredible and it does amazing things. And it wants to be your friend. Oh, I remember the first time I saw this picture on Pinterest. And it was a picture of a girl standing in front of a mirror. And her reflection is looking back at her. And she says, I just want to be your friend. Can you imagine what it would be like to be friends with your body? To give it what it needs? To nourish it? To encourage it? To treat it kindly and gently? To have fun with it? What would that be like? Can you imagine? Or are you so stuck in this mindset of, no, I can't. I have to change my body. Have to. I won't be happy until I do. And again, if that's you, I want to talk to you. I want to walk with you and help you get on the other side of this struggle. Because let me tell you what, friends, the other side of the struggle is amazing. The freedom that you find from breaking the shoulds is life-changing. It is 100% life-changing. You will not be the same after you do this work. 
promise you. If you're not ready, if you're still, if you're like, oh, I don't know, I'm a little hesitant, I'm a little scared, start with the challenge. Captivatinglyconfident.com backslash challenge. Sign up for that. It's free. It's in your email. And you can take it or leave it. Do what you want with it. But at least start there. All right, my friends. Thank you for tuning in. You are amazing. You are radiant. You are glorious. You are created to be the most extraordinary human being. And I'm so thankful that you are here, investing in yourself and taking time for yourself. I will see you next week.